Hey there, pumpkins. Welcome to our pumpkin patch. I'm Katie. And I'm Zach. And this is Don't Be a Jerk a Lantern. What do you mean, how I've been? We live together. I know. You know we, how I've been. I know. But how you been? I'm alive. Tomorrow's Halloween, so happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. We're recording this Sunday night, October 30th. To all those till the who last have second. children, I hope you guys have a fantabulous Halloween. Yeah, it's supposed to rain here in Indiana, so hopefully it doesn't. If it does, I'm bringing an umbrella. <laughs> oh, no. We're not going to put our three-year-old through that. Well, then we'll be one of those parents who puts our kid in the car and we drive from house to house to house. And we're like, okay, let's run up this, run up the sidewalk and then go, go, go. That goes against everything that Halloween stands for. Do you know how many times I have seen that happen though? And I can't stand it. It's usually people who have like minivans, such as us. (laughs) They like leave the back hatch open and like when the kids get their candy, they just like hop. They hop in the back, and then, like, when the parents stop the car, they, like, hop out real it's quick. It's like a tactical strike that they make on each and every home in the neighborhood. <laughs> it's actually rather entertaining the when you see it. kids just hop it's out. It's pretty funny. They have their M16s and their ARs ready to go. No, they're trick-or-treaters, so they got their their candy buckets and bags and what do kids use now? at pillowcases. I don't oh, know. Oh, I don't think kids use pillowcases. They're too, they're too she-she for that. Okay, well, in 21st century, what are we using here? Makeup bags? No. Well, our <laughs> three-year-old has a f- real fancy, isn't it a cat on it? Real it fancy, is. Like, it's a vinyl, glitter. It's a pink It's like the tart material. Bag. Yeah, and, and guess I remember. What? I paid $2 for it. It doesn't matter, but when <laughs> I went trick-or-treating all the time, I used a pillowcase. Off I my, didn't go trick-or-treating. Off my own pillow that I slept on. Just kidding. I went trick-or-treating, but I don't remember any of those days. I remember sitting outside in my mother's driveway with a big-ass bucket of candy with a blanket wrapped around me and telling kids to just take however much you need because it's less I got to put away at the end of the night. That is depressing. Isn't it? Okay. Anyways, (laughs) happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. To all of our little pumpkins out there. Um, Hope your kids get lots of candy. Yeah, I'm sure ours will. Yeah, but she's not going to eat all of it. No. Who's starting this week? Do you want to start? Do you want me to start? I would like for you to start this week because I believe I started last week. Okay. Well, this week for our Jerk-O-Lantern of the Week, we have, this one's a little bit of a, the title throws it off a little bit. Like it doesn't seem as serious, but then it turns as I'm, as I'm telling this wonderful story here, it's going to turn into something. And I feel like we're definitely going to agree on the outcome of this because honestly, this is ridiculous, but here we go. So our jerk lantern of the week is, am I the asshole for not wanting to do laundry? What are your first thoughts? I mean, right off the bat, I'm thinking of like a couple and like the husband doesn't want to do the laundry and the mom's about to be like super pissed off. That's a little bit about it is a couple. 
I, 33 male, and my significant other, 30 female, have been together for about two years and have come to an impasse about laundry. I hate it. I hate having to do it. Washing it. Folding it. All of it. Huge pain in the ass. I realize it's a task that next to nobody can escape. However, I was able to find a solution. (laughs) So you're already laughing. I'm laughing because even with that first section right there, I just see you. I, oh no! This, no, I. You knew. are not this bad. Oh, in our bait. situation, it is like I refuse to let you do because the laundry. Because I fucked all your laundry up that one time. You turned one of my bras pink by sticking a red shop towel I, in the washer. That was an honest mistake, and, and that I, was this. This was like five years ago. <laughs> I have done laundry since. <laughs> On the rarest of occasions. Because you always have it done before (laughs) I can even get to it. Anyways, right here. There is a service in my town for $130 per month. They will come by once a week, pick up bags of dirty laundry, and return it clean and folded slash on hangers the following week. This $130 includes ironing, steaming, dry cleaning if necessary. I put my dirty stuff into bags, don't even have to sort whites from colors. Ever since I met my significant other, I could tell she was amused by this. Yeah, because you're paying $130 a month for people to do your laundry. When you could simply just do it for free. It hasn't been much of a big deal, however. When she started staying over more and more, some of her clothes ended up in my bags. I didn't care. It sounds like he cared. Oh yeah, he definitely cared. In fact... I was excited as she would get to see just how convenient it is. However, she was pretty upset that some of her clothes were being held hostage for a week. (laughs) When a normal person could wash and dry them in a few hours. I agree with that statement. (laughs) Everything was fine and I even offered to shell out an additional $100 to add her clothes to my service. But she declined. She moves in with me. But she also insists that I cancel my service. She insists that she will handle everything. Laundry only takes a few minutes a day, and we don't go through a lot of it. Finally, I cave. I cancel my laundry on the condition that she will handle it all. You re- you okay, okay, you ready here? Here's a little asterisk right here. I would like to take this time to point out that I have zero issues with other chores. I just really hate doing laundry. Also... I do have a cleaning service come by my place once a month for detail cleaning. So he has, like, maids, too. Also, I am not rich by any means. I'm a dude who makes a medium to hot... Well, what? A hot five-figure... What is a hot five-figure salary? Who knows? And has largely no other obligations aside from a significant other. So another month goes by. Significant others doing laundry, but starts asking me to do small things. Uh-oh. Here we go. She was supposed to do everything, remember? Putting clothes in the washer. I'm a little annoyed. But I tell myself that it's basically just putting into the laundry bag for the laundry service. (laughs) (laughs) Moving the clothes. I also comply begrudgingly as it only takes 20 seconds. With 20 seconds out of his day. He's really hating this. Then the fallout. 
Sunday night. We're sitting down and watching some quality dragon-related content on HBO, and she asks me to help with folding the clothes. Uh-oh, uh-oh. I paused the show. You know, it got serious there. I paused the show and asked her why. She tells me that she was really busy the week previous and that I could give her a hand with my stuff at least. I tell her I had a solution for this, but she didn't like it. The argument continues on or yeah, the argument continues on while we fold. <laughs> Nothing horrible. We still slept in the same bed together. I just pictured immediately them folding clothes as violently as they possibly could. Just You know like on staring like, daggers at each other. Like T V shows when they fold and it's got like the special effects in the background where it does like it'll like say like fold and it'll show Yes. That's yes. what I'm picturing. Yeah. Right now. My friends think I'm being a little childish. Oh no, honey, you're being a lot childish. And that they all hate doing laundry too. Here's the thing though. The way I see it is if I hate doing something and I pay someone else to do the thing for me, it should be 100% okay. That is my philosophy in life and significant uh, a significant other largely agrees with me about that, just not the laundry for some reason. Am I being the asshole here? <laughs> yes. Yes, you are. Because guess what, buddy? It's literally just laundry. It is literally what is the worst thing that could dude, possibly happen here? You literally need to fucking fold clothing that you wear on a daily basis. See, hey, this, guess what? No, is... hold on. Hold on. Guess okay. what? I'm going to go on a rain here. Guess what? You wake up in the morning. You do what you need to do in the morning. And guess what you have to touch to put on your body? Laundry. Because the shit is folded and put away. But guess what? Clothing is goddamn laundry. So your life revolves around laundry. The only way you can get around this by not ever having to do laundry is if you want to be like... The ri- even the richest people on the planet don't do this, but you be the richest man in the world and you buy a new outfit every goddamn day. 365 365 days? days a year and it's never the same outfit. You wear one set of clothes and you take them off and you throw them away every night and you say, fuck the laundry. <laughs> see, here's, here's, see, I'm, I'm the significant other here. So let me just be on her side here. You and I have been together for five years. And I have never spent $130 to have somebody else do my laundry. I do all the laundry because I'm a stay-at-home mom. So I do it during the day while you're at work. Usually by the time you get home, I have it all done, put away, everything's where it goes. And check this out, guys. I don't sort my colors from my whites. (laughs) Blasphemous. I do not fold things. We just hang it in the closet. I hang everything up. And then I have these cute little cubbies in the closet for like socks, underwear, that stuff. I fold that and put it in a thing. But like other than that, I don't do it. And here's the kicker. This is just a couple. Okay. So that means there's two of them. I do laundry for three people. Yes. And it only takes you like a couple hours. Exactly. And that's to do all but, of it. That's not guy, even just like, oh, hey, I'm going to do like two loads and then I'll finish the rest later. No, this is like a listen, whole household and I can do it in one day. This guy. This guy is complaining. This guy was complaining about having to move laundry. And, and how it, old is he? I, uh, 33. 33. I'm the same age as his significant other. 33 years old. Let me just. Can we? I wish they. Ha- can we just find this man? Can we find Let's this man? Let's do it. 
And let's let's send him all of our laundry. I just want to tell him he should be grateful that after two years, his significant other is still around. Yes. Because my ass would be walking out the door. <laughs> he taking paid. the laundry with Listen, me. Listen, though, he makes a meet. <laughs> so he's like middle class, which is what we are. And I yeah. mean, not to get too financial or anything, but. Why would you spend a hundred and thirty dollars a month for somebody Shit, else's laundry? In this economy, and then I can't even afford to spend any more than like fifty bucks on something because I'm just like, oh shit. <laughs> well, yeah, inflation. But what I'm saying Gas is, prices are almost what, what, four dollars a gallon. What run. I'm, what I'm saying is, is a hundred and thirty dollars a month to get your fucking laundry done, and then he spends another hundred dollars for maids to come in and detail clean once a month. So this motherfucker is spending hundreds of dollars. $230 at least before taxes or whatever fees. See, he could just do this at home because you wouldn't even spend $130 on laundry soap. Yeah, exactly. And guess what? Most of the time, you don't have to do laundry every single day. Laundry you, you is like a once a week me, thing. Because I do not like having dirty anything. But you don't in this do a house. full load of laundry every day. This guy's making it seem. This guy literally, like I said, he's, he's making refusing, it seem like he changes his clothes like eight times a it day. It says right here, moving the clothes as it only takes 20 seconds. He didn't even want to move the laundry from washer to dryer. So he's the asshole. <laughs> For sure, definitely. Okay. There's no doubt about okay. that. He's done. Okay. So, do you want to get started on what we're talking about this week? Because we haven't even said it yet. We haven't. We're talking about possibly the dumbest man in the paranormal world. I have been on this all week. I have been making steady comments with you all week about how dumb this guy is. Well, now is your time to shine because this week... I am going to blow him up. (laughs) Because this week, we are talking about Darren Evans and his best friend... Zozo the Demon. If you do not know this man, prepare to get mad. You're gonna get so this man angry is the at most annoying that we're about to say. This man is the most obnoxiously ignorant, arrogant. I don't even know what ignorant. I guess you could say. He's just uh, oh my god. He is extremely childish, and I. You know the saying goes like if you. Make a mistake, you're supposed to learn from it. That is not the case <laughs> he here. He chose to keep... Ma- he knew he was making a mistake and chose to keep... Okay, 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 okay. Let's just... Okay. So, at first here, we're going to get into... Darren. We're not going to go into crazy detail about everything. We're just going to sum it up here. We're summing it up here, but we're going to kind of do the origin of Zozo. And then we're going to go into a little bit about Sir Darren Evans and his experiences with Zozo. So do you want to get started? Yes. So Zozo's origin story is riddled with uh, supposition. Did I say that right? Yes. Yes, I did. Okay, I'm sorry. I quote, I question myself. Fabrication and a hive mind belief system that be- that keeps his power alive and thriving despite giant gaps in its history but since 2009 zozo has been a popular internet fixture so notorious that he's inspired feature films books podcasts and been the focus of entire episodes of both the aforementioned ghost adventures and sci-fi's paranormal witness a youtube search of zozo demon turns up more than 80,000 results with videos ranging from emotional personal encounters to timeline histories 
to alleged full-on possessions. Internet lore has one explanation for how it crept out of the shadows. Facts tell us something very different. The demon story is intertwined with Darren Evans, a man whose stringent belief is the unseen, and whose obsession with Led Zeppelin helped birth a modern urban legend that gains traction with each passing year. Its foothold coagulating into an accepted, inescapable truth. Those who claim they've made contact with Zozo, who also goes by Zaza, Mama, Mama, Oz, Zo, they all go home. Za, and is that Abacus? Abacus. Say he often shows himself by guiding the planchette into figure eight formations before frantically zooming back and forth between the Z and the O. His interactions start out friendly but grow malicious. He's known for cursing at and threatening contactees, sometimes personally. While he's often wrangled by a Ouija board, some believe that saying his name out loud can also summon Zozo from the depths of hell. Oh boy, well then he must be here because we have said his name on multiple times now. I'm telling you, if something horrible happens in this house tomorrow while you're at work, I am running for the hills. Did you get my reference that I made there? When I say, Mama, they all go home. No, I didn't. That's in the episode of Ghost Adventures about Zozo. Remember, his girlfriend comes in and she's like, she's sitting on the edge of the bed behind them. That's what she says when they're doing the the Ouija board. I have not seen that episode of (laughs) Ghost Adventures in so long. I don't even remember. Is that the one who walked outside and like her pants were unbuttoned when she came back in? Yeah, sure. The one that more than likely walked outside and unbuttoned her own pants and then came back inside. She was like, Zozo's trying to touch me. Zozo. Zozo, no. <laughs> That's my no-no-zo. Oh, my God. Oh, jeez. I told you this was going to be fun. No, oh, God. Is, this is going to be great. Are you ready, for, you ready for some Darren? Darren the Dumbass Evans. Darren needs John Cena's serious, rude awakening. John here. Cena's music plays right there. I don't know what John Cena's music is. Like like his wrestling music when he comes out yeah. to fight? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So are you, are you ready? Ready? Here you go for Sunday night wrestling. The Darren the Dumbass Evans. Darren. That's John Cena's music? Yeah. That's John Cena's music. Wow. That's what I would not have pictured him coming out to something I, like I that. I just picture him like running out, like, you know, WWE style. But anyway, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting way, I'm going into my own little head here. All right, let's talk about Mr. Darren Evans. Darren the dumbass Evans. You ready? I'm ready. Can I read the rest of the episode like that? No. Fine. In 2009, an Oklahoma man named Darren Evans recounting his experience with a demon named Zozo on a website called True Ghost Tales. Never heard of that. Ghost Guys. In the po- oh. <laughs> No, no, I'm I no, no, you know Ghost Guys isn't real. It's from a haunted house, remember? Oh. He okay. said, "What that man was it? What that man man?" He said, "Not in front of the dog." <laughs> remember? Remember? 
Remember? What are you talking about? <laughs> you don't. You don't. I don't remember. Remember a haunted house when the guy shows up to install his security system, and he's like, they talk talking about oh, the ghost. With his wife. He said, he said, ghost guys. He's like, and then you're at a security convention in Vegas or something like that, because you get on to check on your wife because you haven't heard from her in a while. He's like, not with a mailman. He's like, on our bed. <laughs> He's like, not in front of the dog. <laughs> he said, the poor dog. Anyways, true ghost tales. In the post, Evans admits to an adolescent fascination with the occult, citing many Ouija board incidents throughout, through the years. But Zozo, he said, was different. The entity consistently showed itself to Evans too many times to count, he says, pretending to be a kind spirit before shifting into threatening language including curses in what looked like Latin or Hebrew, he has said. He also says, I was genuinely fascinated and startled by how many times Zozo showed up, even in many different states and many different Ouija boards. He claimed that the demon also made threats against his toddler daughter, nearly drowning her in a bathtub and later infecting her with a mysterious illness. Darren says, we almost lost her. And that was when I sus- began to suspect a demonic attack. No shit. This is the part where... No shit. Darren, if Darren. he was smart, would stop contacting Oh, and he... Zozo. Oh, he... Okay. Evan's post garnered a great deal of interest. With other reader, re- uh, with readers... With other readers alleging similar Ouija encounters with Zozo. He eventually set up a website to collect stories, which steadily gained popularity. A film production called One World Studios. That sounds like some Illuminati stuff. It does. One World Studios took notice of Evan's story, acquired the rights, and in 2012 released an independent feature, I Am Zozo, which featured a cameo appearance by Evans. So Darren is a movie star. Yeah, I guess you can say that. A YouTube video promoting the film titled scariest ouija board demon zozo possessed girl that's a title went viral it currently has more than five million views the comments still debate its validity despite a promoted link to rent i am zozo below the video's description oh my gosh you're not meant to joke with this she was laughing and insulting zozo so that's why this happened one comment reads Another comment reads, the thing was going around in a figure eight. That's bad. Duh. In 2014, Evans and his family appeared on an episode of Travel Channel's Ghost Adventures. The show's paranormal team lead or team led by Zach Baggins, which we all know how we feel about him. Zach Baggins is a dramatized over dramatic i think okay hot take hot take before we get back here zach baggins i think has good intentions but he is he is in it for the entertainment he is an entertainer but i feel that he does truly believe in this stuff oh no i'm not doubting his beliefs in the paranormal i definitely believe that he has either experienced stuff or can i just knows that it's out there can i just put this out to the world right now what Zach Bagans does not wear Ed Hardy t-shirts, okay? Oh, yes. I just watched that video. 
Like a couple he days ago. He wore right? affliction shirts. Okay? Get it right. So if anybody wants to dress up as Zach Baggins, do not. Do not wear Ed Hardy. I repeat, do not wear Ed Hardy. As a fellow Zach. No Zach in the world wears he Ed Hardy. He literally said in that video, if you can find one picture of him wearing an Ed you Hardy t-shirt. He said you win the bet, but what's the bet? He never said. Exactly. <laughs> but Zach he also Baggins. stated you will never find a picture of him in an Ed Hardy t-shirt. Now watch. watch. You know what's funny though? You know what? Okay. Okay. Right, run real quick thing here before we get back. Is when I saw that video, I got on Google and literally Googled Zach Baggins Ed Hardy shirt. <laughs> Zach Baggins and his crew visited Evans' house in Oklahoma, which he claimed to be plagued by Zozo. During interviews, he added new details to his original story. Of course he fucking added details because he's on TV, including the temporary blinding of his daughter, which he blamed on the demon. Can that be proven? I, I don't know, but but remember, first the demon tried to drown her, and then it gave her some crazy infection, and, and now, now blind. Bli- temporary blinding her, and he's still going. In 2016, Evans co-author, uh, co-authored a book, The Zozo Phenomenon, with leading paranormal expert Rosemary Ellen Guy- Gilly, Guiley, Guiley, I'll say Guiley. He once again added new details about his first encounter with Zozo. Claiming that he came in contact with Zozo in 1982 after discovering a Ouija board in his girl, his then girlfriend's basement, engraved on the back, Zozo. So he was already in this Ouija board. I guess. So according to the paranormal scholar, earlier that year in a phone interview with a New Jersey newspaper, Evans told the same story. About a mysterious Zozo engraved Ouija board. Only that time he claimed Zozo was written on the front where Ouija is normally written, not on the back. Both of these mentions were the first time in the seven years that Evans had been talking about Zozo that he mentioned an engraved board. (laughs) So, you okay, so here's a little bit of details that are related to Zozo. All right, let's go. So, so Darren, I know he's like a musician. Mm-hmm. Like he, you know, I'm like most people are. He was in a band when he was younger, and he apparently one night with his band was talking to Zozo through the board, and he asked what they should name his band, and Zozo spelled out Iron Tongue, right? Sure. And apparently the next day, his daughter's tongue swole, like, swole up randomly to where she couldn't breathe and she had to go to the hospital. So he says that that like, iron tongue thing is Zozo's giving him a warning. Okay. Okay. The next one is apparently he let his, after, so Darren was married and everything and then he got divorced because of the Zozo stuff. Understandable. He wouldn't stop. Then his, well, that's because he's <laughs> stupid. He got with his girlfriend, and she didn't believe in it, and neither did her children. Oh, those poor kids. And he decided to be a smart guy and let his girlfriend's kids play the Ouija board and summon Zozo themselves. Now, why in the world would you let kids play with a this Ouija is board? Darren, I am 30, and I don't even want to look at a Ouija this board. This is Darren goddamn... 
Evans, okay? This Does is he Darren, not understand the greatest, everything that has already happened this to is, his own daughter? This is Darren, the greatest WWE wrestler of all time, Evans, okay? This is who we're talking about right now. He is obviously the smartest man in the world by making these decisions. And I really hope you're picking up on the sarcasm that I'm laying out right now. Oh, it's very clear. <laughs> he is a full-on idiot. You cannot get dumb. Whether you believe in this or not, you cannot get dumber than this. Because if you don't believe in it, why would you mess with it? Especially when things start happening. And if you do, Zozo is his best friend. And if you do believe in it, why would you keep going when things start happening? Because it's his best friend. Okay. Okay, okay. He also reported throughout his time, I'm sure he still talks to Zozo. Oh, I'm sure. But he reported a lot that apparently, like, spiders would just infest his house randomly. How exactly does that have anything to do with Zozo? Like, it would happen after he contacted Zozo. Oh. Like, he would just find spiders all over the place. Okay. Okay. Obviously, he, throughout the years, he just keeps on complaining about Zozo ruining his life and ruining his family and his relationships but the dude keeps on fucking summoning the demon he ain't got nothing to lose dude ain't right he ain't got nothing to lose like this isn't necessarily like a zozo keeps taking this isn't even like honestly like if you look into zozo there's not really any like scary stories about zozo besides that he's like a demon and ouija board stuff and I mean, if you really break it down, it is scary. But Darren Evans. I mean, Evans, in Ghost Adventures, didn't. Uh, who was it? Wasn't it Billy? I don't know. I think it was Billy. Billy did the Ouija board with Darren in the show. And it, like, uh, said something about, like, a health problem oh, or something. Oh, yeah, with one of his family that members. That Billy. I think he said his dad or his uncle or somebody or brother. It was his brother. It was his brother. And it was kidneys. I don't it spelled know. out kidneys, and his brother was having like kidney failure or something like that. But I mean, like, there's really no way to prove that any of that stuff actually happened. You see what I'm saying? Because no, people I know. don't really believe Ouija boards anyway because they're technically, I can't even talk. They're technically toys, aren't they? Yeah, there are kid toys, but no, what I'm saying is like people think that Ouija boards aren't real because they think that like we push the. Yeah. That little, of course, because it that prob- little triangle, and thing. that probably does happen most of the time. So to be like, skeptical they about they say it. that like we spell what we want it to say, but like they make it look like oh, it moved all on its own, but there's no way to actually prove that. Yes, but with like I said, it's it's hard to find. You can't really find anything about Zozo without it being intertwined with Darren Evans' life. Because they're best friends. And I, told I feel you. like if this w- if he wouldn't have got obsessed with this, then it would have been more like a, I don't know. I, would, I feel like it would have turned more into like a nor- the normal, I guess you could say, exorcism, possession, demonic story. Because I know Zozo has like a history that's dated back in the past. I just didn't want to get into this because we're not like a historical podcast. We're trying to you know like we're mostly just here for the spooks i'm here to call people out on their and for the spooks not so smart choices well this one is the like the only episode we're gonna we get to do that on because darren is darren 
So that is um, honestly like that's that's Darren Evans, guys. And Zozo, his best friend. And Zozo, his best friend of all time. If Darren ever gets married again, maybe they Zozo are, will be his best man. They are tag team champions of the world in WWE right now. They might as well just get married. On Monday Night Raw and Friday Night SmackDown. You know, you're making all of these like wrestling terms and like I have you no You know what? Idea. We're even going to go way back. On I have to, no idea we're going to go back to ECW, okay? What Extreme Championship Wrestling. That was violent. I never saw any of that. Anyways, do you want to read Bone to be Wild for this week? I will, because I kind of peeked ahead and I looked at my notes. Oh, it's a good I'm one. I'm pretty excited to read this. Oh, it's a, right it's a good one. It's a good one. <laughs> it is. It's Just very, the it's title good. alone is pretty oh, enticing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's a good one. So, our Bone to be Wild this week is Cops say man asked them to test his meth. After a violent reaction. <laughs> yep. That I happened. Love it. That happened. I got to know more. So, a man who thought he was having a bad reaction to methamphetamines asked deputies in Florida to test the drug, saying he wanted to press charges against his dealer. <laughs> yep. I just I just witnessed that like face touch that like oh god moment that you just had. I did. My hands like went straight to my forehead. <laughs> the only thing that's coming to my mind right now cuz I listen to so many podcasts and it's always Florida. Florida. <laughs> Florida. Why is it always Florida in Florida? Florida is a different breed of human being. Yes. Okay? Oh my gosh. They just a totally different breed. It's like a whole other world over there. So, Douglas Peter Kelly, 49, of Hawthorne, told detectives from the, what, Putnam County Sheriff's Office that he had a violent reaction after smoking methamphetamines he purchased a week <laughs> earlier and wanted investigators <laughs> to take a look at the product. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah. This is like killing me reading this, but it's this is good. The suspect said he believed because of the violent reaction he had after smoking the drug, he was sold the wrong narcotic. Department officials posted on Facebook Wednesday. Kelly told detectives in the drug unit he wanted the substance tested because he wanted to press charges on the person who sold him the wrong narcotic. See, why did they do that in that article, though? Who knows? Because you just, they, they typed the same sentence twice, guys. I don't know. But it's that's Florida. Ma- it's a whole other <laughs> area. To, yep, it's a whole other breed. What I'm trying to figure out is why... He would even want to go to the police and rat <laughs> himself out. <laughs> I just, I got nothing. Just lock me in a cell right now. I got nothing. Just let me get the meth out of my system now. Or not meth, because we don't know. So, detectives <laughs> obliged. I just got that. Kelly's request. That just, that, I was waiting. That went over my head. It took me a second. Oh, telling shit. him to come on down to the sheriff's come office. Come on down. He then drove to the facility and handed investigators a clear 
crystal-like substance wrapped in aluminum foil that later tested for methamphetamines. Kelly was charged with possession of methamphetamines and was walked next door to the Putnam County Jail where he was ordered held on a $5,000 bond. He was released from custody late Wednesday as the jail records show. Remember, our detectives are always ready to assist anyone who believes they are misled in their illegal drug purchase, the department said in the Facebook post, which has been shared more than 35,000 times as of Thursday. They said, come on down. You have been chosen to be part of the price is right. The drug ain't right. It's like, come on down. We'll test it right here for you, buddy. We'll tell you what you're on. We'll tell you what you're on and then charge you with it. Just bring it on down so we can see how much you got on you. Oh, my God. Jesus. That's that's still not as good as last week. With the what? What was it? The Watcher. It's like the Da Vinci Code, but with a lot more dongs. I still don't know why that gets you so much. Because I'm like four. Yeah, clearly. But anyways, that's our episode for this week. Hope you enjoy it because we've got like a whole new scheme of things. Yeah. I think it went really well. It did. I like the flow. I like the flow. I like that it's not taking us two hours to do a podcast. Yes. Maybe we'll get there again at some point. Who knows? As my arm goes up like Judd Nelson. Wow, you said it. Wow, that was a deep cut right there. Breakfast Club. That was you didn't even say his name in the movie. You said his his real name. That's rare for you because normally you give the characters' names. You don't know the actors. <laughs> you straight up. He's the criminal. You straight. I, what is his name? I don't even remember what his. Isn't it Bender or something like that? I don't remember. Yeah, it's Bender, isn't it? I don't remember. Isn't it Bender? I don't remember. I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's Bender. I don't know. But that was that was <laughs> that was crazy what you just did. I'm older I, than you. I, don't I think, know these things. You act like you were born in the eighties. I was born in ninety two, that's pretty yeah, close. The eight, that came out in like eighty five. But what I was That's a classic. <laughs> it is a classic, but that's just so rare for you in particular. Because you know you know the faces, but you don't know the names of the actors. To anybody who is not understanding what Zach is doing right now. He's not wrong. I know characters. I don't know real actors. But you know John Nelson. I do. <laughs> that is so I do. random. That is so <laughs> random. Oh I love God. his character in that movie. He's great. Oh He's great. Anyways, that's our episode for this week. Love it. So go ahead and please, please leave us a lovely rating and review. On whatever podcast platform you are listening to us on. Share with your friends. Share with your friends if you think they would like this show. DM us things that you want to hear. Or things that you want us to make fun of. Oh, yeah, that too. That, I we can love do, we can, making fun of things. Well, I mean, now you're sound, making us sound like we're just bullies over here. No, I'm not a bully. I was like that kid in school that was like super nice to everybody, even if you were like really mean we to We like me. making fun of things that deserve to get made fun of, if that makes sense. Like, like Darren. Like Darren Evans. Because I don't think anyone truly takes him seriously. But anyways, like I just said, leave a rating review, whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on. Go ahead and shoot us a follow 
on our TikTok slash Instagram at Jerkalanterncast. You got anything else? Thanks for listening. I have one more thing. Hold on. What? I just wanted to see if you had anything else before we got out of here. Oh, no. I just would like to thank all of our listeners because we haven't yes. done that in a while. We haven't. Thank you to, to everybody. Everybody listening and all of our lovely followers on our social medias. It really does mean a lot. It motivates us. Especially, I'll say thanks to all of our listeners. I'm going to read where we have, I have the stats of what listeners are in what countries now. Ooh, yes. Thank you to all of our listeners, of course, in the United States of America and Australia and Norway and Canada and the Dominican Republic and Ireland and Israel of all places. Hey. Do not single them out. I'm not. It's just that was a new one that came up. But thank you to anyone, wherever you are listening. Expand us some more. I'd love to see how far we can Let's go. Let's take over the world. Let's not do that. But I would love to see how far we can go. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm here for the long haul. See you next Monday. Bye-bye. <laughs>